If you saw Jesus performing a miracle, you'd believe in him, right? Let's talk about that. Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome to Honestly Radio. There are deep, profound moments that we remember in life. One of mine was the day I felt God's presence in the most overwhelming way. And I knew that he wanted to use me for ministry. I had never experienced anything like it before or since. All I know is that the altar at that Baptist camp was transformed into a truly holy place. And it not only brought me to my knees, but impacted those who were around me. I was overwhelmed by the greatness of God. All I could do was just cry continually because of how great God is. Wave after wave of his love washed over me. My mind, my heart, my emotions couldn't process the greatness of God. It was truly a miraculous moment. You would think I would never be able to forget that, right? You would be wrong. There were times where I did forget. I questioned my faith. Like when I was on the verge of graduating college and was asked to resign as a worship pastor because I wasn't considered a good fit anymore. It broke my heart. And instead of looking to Jesus, I looked at myself and all the broken pieces. I wish I could comfort the younger version of myself now. Let him know how great God is, what wonderful blessings were ahead, and how Jesus wasn't done with him. The plain truth is this. People, you and I, are messed up. God knows this. That's why he gave up his greatest treasure, so that we could be healed, we could be restored, we could be renewed. And when I say these things, it's not empty phrases. It's not Bible buzzwords. It's deeply personal. And it's pulled directly from God's word. It's repeated daily in my prayers. It's my hope and prayer for you to experience it as well. I'm always humbled by the idea that Christ knew me, knew all my faults, all my sins, and all my flaws and my mistakes. And yet, he endured earth-shattering pain and death anyway, so that I could experience salvation, so that I could experience God's love. Jesus knew I would forget the miracle from time to time, that I would wander, and still he walked into the gates of hell, took the keys, and defeated death for you and me. Jesus is not shocked by your sin or mistakes. He knows all about them, and he sacrificed everything for you anyway. It's hard to truly comprehend the depths of Christ's love. It's boundless. It has no limits, no conditions, only one requirement. That to fully experience that love, we call upon Him as our Lord and Savior, recognize our sin and need for Him, and worship Him with all of our heart. Jesus doesn't need it. He knows we need it. It's how we were created. It's a response to His goodness. What's interesting in Scripture is that Jesus knew the nature of people, loved us with every breath in his lungs, but still didn't put his faith in or trust in man. In episode 10, All Things New, we talked about how Christ literally transformed reality in front of a whole wedding party, turning water into wine, revealing his glory and divine purpose. We see this as a catalyst for the belief of his disciples. John also records this in chapter 2, verse 23 to 25 in the New Living Translation. Because of the miraculous signs Jesus did in Jerusalem at the Passover celebration, many began to trust in him. But Jesus 
didn't trust them because he knew all about people. No one needed to tell him about human nature, for he knew what was in each person's heart. You can imagine the excitement about what Jesus had done at the wedding. The gossip, the high fives, handshakes, fist bumps, the applause, and cheers. Jesus wasn't here for that. We all want validation. It's a huge issue in our culture. We're desperate for it. Some of us seek it out. Other groups try to take it by force. We even try to legislate it. We want to be affirmed in our identity and purpose. And so often, we're looking for it in all the wrong places. Christ knows this. He knew his identity and purpose could never be affirmed by people. He only looked to God for that. Only God could grant him that. It's possible to love people and not trust them. Someone needed to hear that today. Jesus says to be as wise as serpents, as harmless as doves. Christ says, look, I am sending you out as sheep among wolves. You will be put in danger, but with that risk comes opportunity to change your community, to change the world, to tell people about Jesus. We have to stop looking at others to tell us who we are, to affirm us, to validate us. We need to stop looking at ourselves, trying to form some idea of who we are. We are formed in the image of God. Only He can tell us who we are. The Bible says we are His masterpiece. Jesus is the one who holds the brush. Our identity is meant to be found in Christ alone. It is there we are validated, there we are affirmed, there we are made whole. Jesus didn't respond to enthusiasm. An intellectual acknowledgement or base belief wasn't enough. No, Christ responds to a wholehearted commitment and the relentless pursuit of his calling. Jesus is not drawn to the crowds. The crowds are drawn to Jesus. Christ wants disciples. Which one are you? Are you willing to commit your life to Jesus, or do you just want to stay in the crowd, clap for a moment, then move on and forget? What's interesting in the Gospel of John is that in chapter 2 it says, because the miraculous signs of Jesus, many began to trust him. But only 10 chapters later, as Jesus was preparing to give his life for people, this is what we read in John chapter 12, verse 37. But despite all the miraculous signs Jesus had done, most of the people still did not believe in him. It goes on to say in verse 42, there were a decent group of people who actually believed in Jesus, including some Jewish leaders, but they were silent and afraid. Why? Verse 43 says this, for they loved human praise more than the praise of God. I'm telling you now, we cannot grasp how deeply Jesus loves us, how much he loved them, those who hated him, those who refused to believe, those silent and afraid. How much he loves us now, despite our sin, shame, and forgetfulness. It should bring us to our knees in worship. It should humble our heart. It should reshape our entire life. Because even for the moments we forget Christ, he never forgets us. Choose today to love him. Choose today to serve him. Choose today to worship him. Because Jesus is worthy of it all and so much more. Father, forgive us for the times we forget, for the times we look away. Help us to remember you always. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for renewing us. 
Create in us a clean heart, a new mindset, and refresh our soul. May our identity, purpose, and validation be found only in you. And may we honor your tremendous gift of salvation by loving you with all of our hearts and loving your people through our humble acts of service. Let us not be silent anymore. Let us not be afraid. May we live boldly for you. May we tell others of the miracles you've done in our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I want to thank you today for joining us. It's an honor to have you as part of Honestly Radio. We know Christ has tremendous things for your life. It's our hope and prayer that you will follow him in obedience. If you want to stay connected to the podcast, there's several ways to do it. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, as well as honestlyradio.com. To download the podcast for free, you can go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Samsung Podcast, the iHeartRadio app, and so many more. Thank you for helping us to share God's Word and teaching. I want to encourage you to connect daily with God in prayer, in the Bible, and through the local church. This has been my daily reminder on Honestly Radio. Remember, live honestly, be blessed. We'll see you next time.